God damn it, Tats. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Yankee Gronkers. Shop Bobby. I am here with Rob, Donald, and Evan. And oh, what a fucking weekend. You got your brooms out. Yep. And I'm going to say I am not worried about the pitching. The pitching is going to be fine. The problem, the, re, the reason why we lost this game is because of defense and situational hitting. Actually, they're not even getting into situational hitting because they can't even get on freaking base. They're swinging at everything. They're flailing. And the one guy that was producing was the one taking all the heat. It's the usual shit from the usual suspects, and it's getting really fucking frustrating. How can you say the pitching is going to be fine, though? Outside of Cole, who are you going to rely on to eat things? The pitching has, the rest the of the pitching has not been the problem. Well, it I has. Mean, Have you seen the starters' point. ERA outside of Garrett Cole? It's over six. Six and a half. Tyon has a seven. Kluber has a six-something. Yeah. And it's alarming, but you also have to look at the fact that a lot of those games got away based on one inning or one pitch. So, you know, they have moments of goodness in between those moments of dread. So, you know, with Tyon, I'm not worried. With Kluber, maybe we could be a little worried. I'm not worried about Tyon. And uh, Jordan Montgomery is Jordan Montgomery. I think he's going to be – he'd be a fine fourth – Fifth star, he's okay. Um, Cole will, will obviously, he has to pitch sensationally every five days in order just to give our bullpen a break. Um, I am a little worried about Kluber. I think having two-fifths of the rotation, in fact, four-fifths of the rotation of people that haven't pitched at all last year is a crazy risk that was unnecessary. You could have used that $11 million towards someone that has eaten a bunch of innings last year. Or how about you just go that extra mile and make sure that Tanaka has signed? But who, who, who are the four guys that didn't pitch last year? I know, I know Kluber, Tyon, and her mom, but Montgomery pitched last year. So that's, that's well, it's at least three anyway. That's, yeah, that's I mean, yeah, I'm not saying guys, it's a man. bad – I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying you know, Montgomery yeah. did pitch. He wasn't that good, but – Yeah, no. he did come back during the start of the season. But well, we had enough. Oh, they're gonna also Severino was the other man. The other name I was gonna mention, Severino. He hasn't pitched at all. He's gonna come back in the rotation. That's four. That's what yeah. I was. Aside thinking. from that game, aside from that game where they used an opener, the game, the, the pitching kept us in the games. It's not like the pitching was so atrocious that the offense just couldn't overcome it. The offense couldn't overcome itself. That's the problem right now. It's all cumulative. It's all cumulative of the attacks. It's all cumulative. Yeah. It's all cumulative, not just one yeah, aspect. Yeah, you know, Kluber had that where he would have been out of it if it wasn't for some shady defense, you know, which extended the inning. The umpire, oh, and don't let's talk about King's outing. Yeah, but why then how he, come Glass now start that game? Huh? Glass now had the same fucking issues, but we couldn't get him because we can't goddamn hit. So it's an excuse. It's a fucking excuse. And let's talk about this uh, opener again. Oh, my God. Aaron Boone, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So, in the playoffs, we did this stupid opener of one guy coming in for an inning, and then you bring in another guy for to eat six innings. And it failed miserably in the playoffs. Tampa laughed at us. And we did it exactly the same way. We did it, did it again this time. How are we going to expect a different result? Nelson and then King. What, what, what was going to be different this time around? 
It was ridiculous, ridiculous the management. Open. The organization are embarrassing themselves right now. They're getting absolutely destroyed by Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay make the, the Yankees look like idiots from top to bottom. Kevin Cash outmanages Boone at every corner. And Brian Cashman isn't covering himself with any glory either because he's he's put out a, a roster which is so full of holes. I've never seen a top five roster with so many holes. You know, the, the problem with the opener that I had is you had, you know, why couldn't you start? Why couldn't my, uh, Michael King start the game? You, you know, he was more than capable. You know, you knew, you already knew that you were in a, you know, you wanted to give uh, a day off to the regular rotation. Why did they pitch uh, Garcia in the alternate site, knowing that they, they weren't sure what they were doing Friday where they could have used them? Service time. On back up. You, you know, they had all these starting pitches, but let's use an open. Service time. And, and all of they're trying to manipulate the service time, which is what teams do to get that extra year. And it's a shame because Davey right now is better than uh, three of the guys we've sent out there to start games right now. And I know right. that there's plenty of time. Kluber, he, he should be better than this. We know he's better than this. Tyon has shown those glimpses of brilliance that he showed in 2018. It's just about getting it together. Montgomery's going to be fine. You know, if he's in the back of the rotation with a, you know, near four ERA, you'll deal with it. But Garcia is better than Herman. Garcia is a very good pitcher. He's better than – I think he's better than Kluber right now. You know, you can put him out there and you can probably get better results. And it's better than doing that opener. Like you just said, let King start. What's the big deal? What's one inning going to do for you? If King has to pitch uh, the first through the fifth, then you bring in Nelson for the sixth. I don't know what the order is supposed to change for you. And Nelson didn't pitch well as the opener. So we're trying all these different things. When in reality is the pitching, while it's been meh, mm-hmm. you know, it has like overall the bullpen's been good, but the rotation's been bad outside of Cole and some of Montgomery. You can't be trying these things. We're trying to win games. You can't hit. That's your problem. The pitching can be stellar, but if you can score, if you can't score two runs or three runs to win a game, then you got to stop with these experiments. Just we have learn to ability. hit the ball. Sorry to cut you off. We have the ability to have six starters on this team, which is something that they basically told us they were going to do instead of the opener. Yep. So there's another thing they lied about, which just shows us they have no idea what's going on. They're just trying fucking everything and hoping it sticks to the wall, and it's not. And that's a problem because these issues that we're having this year are the same that we've had over the past three years. Exactly. You know, the injuries have not been as drastic yet but there have been injuries. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like they're just sitting in the office and throwing darts. Like, what are we going to do today? What are we going to try today? And all these different experiments, yet the one thing that they should probably do, if they can, they've done it for two games and it didn't work. They put Aaron Hicks in the fifth spot and they put him back up to the third spot, even though he's still struggling. What, what is I that about? I Aaron Hicks now. I'm done with him, dude. Yeah, he is so him, mentally soft. Did, did you hear a story that he got, like, rejected by some supermodel or something and cried about it and said he wasn't feeling good? And then Aaron Boone basically said, there is nothing above his feelings. Did you hear that? I haven't is heard that. that. I, I, heard that shit. I can that only comment on If that's fucking true, holy fucking shit, this team sucks. Are you sure that wasn't from that fake New York Post? 
Maybe it is. I don't care. Maybe it's just a rumor, but it sounds like something that Hicks would do. He looks like a fucking soft little bitch. We don't even need the rumors. We don't even need the outside of baseball rumors for that. You can see it physically. I mean, the Yankees are so married to having a lefty bat batting third in order to break up this lineup as if they didn't think about this before. But um, so they've been trying Brett Gardner at third. Uh, in the order, and then another constantly trying Aaron Hicks. But the funny thing is, if you look at Aaron Hicks' splits from the left side, he's batting 0 80 going into this weekend. He's worse as a left from the left side. He's terrible from the left side. He's actually yeah. he's actually competent from the right side, but from the left side, he's completely incompetent. Yeah. So why are they completely pushing it? it? It makes no sense at this point. If he was batting really well from the left side, then hey, okay, but he's not. Right, and they're not using Clint Frazier when they should be for that simple fact, and it's like... The way they treat that... I mean, did you hear Aaron Boone? Uh, I believe it was in Carton and Roberts, and he's finally backed down on uh, on whether <laughs> Frazier would be an everyday, so he's like, he's pretty much our left yeah, fielder. fucking idiot. Pretty so much! Oh, fuck off. When we, for, we had options to get a left field outfield, a lefty outfield from, from the Indians or whatnot, and we wanted Clint Frazier. So why did we bring him here if he's not going to be useful to us? It's like those trades that we made were brilliant at the time, but now when we need to actually use them, we haven't developed. It's like what the hell? No, we refuse to develop him, and it makes no sense for somebody that's in his, or approaching his prime to not give him at bats. But you're giving a 37 year old his at bats because you hadn't figured out what you want to do with any with with the, with the left with left field's position, especially Clint Frazier, the way they treat him is disgusting. And you wonder why he's in a slump right now, because every time he goes at bat, he knows that he's going to get benched if he doesn't get a hit uh, every single at bat. Yeah, it really is sad. I mean, we we talked about it so much, how Frazier needs to be in there. I understand using Gardner, but why not just put him in center? Take Hicks out. He's struggling too. You know, if you need to take a struggling bat out, take him out. You still got that lefty that you keep asking for. And, you know, to be honest, Frazier has not given us much reason to be positive about him. He's looked bad overall, but I would rather at this point them try to get him to work it out by playing every day than just continue to say, oh, he's a, he's pretty much a left fielder, but then use him every other day. That doesn't make any sense. Pretty and much is bullshit. What is that? It's, pretty it's, much? it's a terrible, it's a terrible answer. But going back to what Evan said about the, the trade, that we made to get Frazier, I saw something that um, apparently we, we could have gotten Giolito straight up from Andrew Miller. And that was, I think it was from uh, Morosi that tweeted that. I was, I was like, man, you know, hindsight, obviously, you don't know what he's going to be back then, but he was a top, he was a pretty solid prospect back in that, uh, that year. He struggled in the first two years though. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, I know. I know. But you, obviously I said hindsight, but, that we didn't make a bad trade. It's no. how they've handled it after yes. the fact. That's the bad part. You know, they like Justice Sheffield, but they they gave up on him after a bad year and flipped him for Paxton. Now, that was a decent move because Paxton was a solid arm with injury concerns. And Sheffield's turned out to be pretty good for Seattle, which, again, we got a good year out of Paxton, and that's really it. But they're yeah, not giving Frazier the chance. Yeah, and it really sucks for Paxton because he's got such good stuff. It's just about staying healthy. But for Frazier, why are you even using him then? 
how do you call him your left fielder and then not use him? They, they had a chance if they really felt this way, because we're seeing how they really feel about him clearly. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they trade him? His value was sky high in the offseason. He had a good year at the plate. He was in line for a gold glove in the outfield. You could have traded him right then and there and gotten some pitching prospects or maybe a back of the rotation arm or something, and they didn't do it. So now you're going to have this guy platoon with Gardner, who has had a couple of good at-bats here and there, but he hasn't done much to say that he needs to be out there. It's just frustrating. When you're losing, everything is magnified by 10, especially with the way the Yankees are losing. Every single problem is like you're looking at it through four magnifying glasses. It's just right there in front of you. Isn't it funny that they're so worried about uh, hurting people's feelings, but the one person that they're all worried about is Clint Frazier. They basically treat him like garbage, but everybody else, they pussy, pussy, pussy foot around, you know, oh, are you okay, Aaron? Everything okay, Aaron? You know, but, but, but Clint Frazier, they basically quite openly admitted they have absolutely no faith in the guy. It's so funny. It's, it's He's such a never contradiction. been in on this team. He's just no. – his personality is too flamboyant for the Yankees. They just can't deal with it. And it's like they're running out of reasons why he's a bad player, bad teammate, bad person. They but don't have those, those reasons things. anymore because he's, <laughs> he's done not. every and single he's... thing they've asked him to do, and he's done it with them laughing in his face. That's hard to do when your boss is laughing in your face every fucking day. If I was him, I'd want to get off this team as quick as possible because if he went to a team like Kansas City, I'm convinced he would rake. See what you did, Yankees. You made Tats leave again. He's so frustrated. Looks like I'm taking over as the host, guys. Oh, never mind. <laughs> My moment of power has passed. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just the, the losing thing. Is, it's how we're losing these games, just looking flat. Like, I can deal with the bad record. Like, let's say we had two more wins, right? We're seven and eight after the first 15. We're not happy, but we're like, all right, we're hovering around 500. We can survive this month and then get going. That's what you want to do if you're struggling in that first month. You want to hover around 500, whether it's a game or two above or a game or two below. Just keep yourself in it. We're not doing that right now. And that's what the issue is. And there's still too much time to say this thing is over with, but it's getting late early. That's Yogi's quote. Let's Hopefully this off day, they just take so much time. It's it's beyond sloppy at this point. And we can see so many red flags. So as a rational fan who loves baseball, you can't just sit here and be fake positive because you want like the vibes or the morale to suddenly go up. They're not going to go up whether the fucking players know what the hell we're talking about anyway. They don't give a shit what I have to say. You think fucking Hicks, maybe, maybe he does because he's a sensitive little bitch. But I doubt he gives a fuck what I have to say, unless I like call him a cunt to his face. But he is, he's a proper cunt. Oh, we're not allowed to do that anymore. My bad. But you, you know what? <laughs> do you know what makes no sense? So look at the look at the roster Brian Cashman has put together, right? It's offense only, right? It's all about power. Okay. So there's no defense up the middle. In fact, there's very little defense even at center field now. Uh looking at the mistakes that Hicks made last. Yeah, we've said that so many times. How many times have we said that he mismanaged how he put this team together? It's power, power, power on both sides. Power, 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 right? And no defense, okay? Now, the kind of pitchers that he sent out there for the rotation, apart from Cole, who's a power pitcher, Tyon and Kluber are all about hitting their spots, 
right? And they're contact. They, they, you know, there's the ground ball kind of pitchers, right? And then, you know, Montgomery's ground ball pitcher. He's not a power pitcher either, right? And Herman, you know, who knows what the fuck Herman is. Okay, so you're actually asking these starters who are not power pitchers, who are going to get accumulate contact, and we've got no defense, so we're giving them extra outs. That's why we're losing games, because they're actually not getting the, blow, the balls blown off them. But every time they hit, anytime the opposition make contact, we're fucking it up. We're giving them extra outs. So why are we sending out a rotation, which Donald, is... Sorry to yeah. cut you off. Question for you, though. What made Xingming Wang such a good pitcher? What's His sinker. His sinker. His sinker. But, but why? Because it caused a lot of ground balls, right? Exactly. But you need defense in order Who to make the Who did we outs. have behind him? Jeter and Cano. Exactly. Thank you. Guys that could field the position, but we're sending out a, a shortstop who's really a second baseman. And A-Rod. Let's not forget, as much as I hate the guy, he was a phenomenal defensive third baseman. Terrific. Exactly. So their defense is actually very flawed, apart from Urshela, who's terrific. DJ did, but DJ is not even playing second base right now because we fucking fucked up the infield. So that is a huge issue. That's why we're and Aaron Judge isn't even playing right field the way he used to play right field because he's really worried about getting hurt, you know. So he's not diving on his. He should pieces. be. <laughs> I'm gonna DH him and put Stanton out there. Thank you. That's what I said, and everyone unfollowed me. But Aaron Hicks is playing a horrible center field this year. Horrible. It's not even average. It's horrible. Can we have two? Why is Brett Gardner not playing center field? <laughs> it's below average. Let's let's be realistic. He, we we've seen him misrun routes. We've seen yep. him drop balls. We've seen yep. him you know constantly mess up on plays that we've seen him make harder plays in the past. It's like, what are you doing, man? Why are you this? What's going on? Something's wrong. It's almost like they've, they've just checked out. It's, Which is just scary, 15 yeah. games into the season. They, they do look like they've checked out. I, I, by the way, that uh, 8-2 game, uh, that was the worst performance I've probably ever seen from the Yankees. Yeah. Certainly uh, since I've been watching for the last, what, 27, 28 years, I've never seen a worse performance with less heart, more incompetence, <laughs> and – I mean, do you guys agree that was one of the worst performances you've ever seen? Oh, Sweeney Murray even said that was one of the worst yeah. I've seen in years. Yeah, Sweeney Murray said he'd been covering the team for like 21 years and he's, he's never seen a worse performance. And I tend to agree with him. Although it was disgraceful. Well, and that's why the fans were going too. nuts. Yeah. But yesterday, the last inning, we, we were fucking out on like, what, seven pitches in the last inning? Yeah. Everyone, everyone swung on the first pitch. Two strikes. They were like, oh, we lost. That's eh, cool. Well, the problem, you know, they're the balls that are right down the middle. They're watching it go past, you know, like they were just, you know, and then the ones, all, you know, out of the strike zone, they're flailing at like they're going to hit a seven run home run. When they weren't doing that in spring training, we no. talked about how proud we were that they were they were laying off those pitches. Yep. Now they suck. Because now, now the whole team, they don't know what to fix first. That they're trying to fix everything all at once. It's not working. Right. Because everything's one of broken. The worst, one of the worst pitches that we saw yesterday was to judge. It was an 88-mile-an-hour yeah. shitty fastball literally right down the plate, and he stared at it. Just <laughs> fucking stared at it. Maybe it was 
two inches below the middle, but he stared at him. And that dude, you're a monster. That's a pitch you can fucking slam. This five and ten record feels like sorry, but um, yeah. No, I was just gonna say like the whole team is just out of it. You know, I've never seen this this early in the season. I've seen bad starts, but I've never seen it where the whole team just as a collective unit seems to be struggling it outside of a few guys in the bullpen and Garrett Cole. It's really strange because there's really nobody on the offense that's standing out. Like for a second there, Sanchez was our best guy, but now he's hurt. Although he's not out for a while, he's probably going to start Tuesday. But, you know, he's, he's struggled a little bit lately. Judge was hitting very well. He's cooled off. LeMahieu's gotten a couple of hits with runners on base in the last couple of days. But overall, he hasn't been himself. The whole lineup top to bottom has really just been cold. And I don't think I've ever seen that from a team this early in the season. That's the weird part about it. Yeah, if it was one or two players that were really just in a funk, yeah, we get it. It happens. That's just how baseball is. But to have one through nine just it, it, that that's just depressing. And it, it, that that's what makes it quote, you know, yeah, uh, quote unquote un- unwatchable. You know. Then, and that's that's just frustrating. It should, it, it, this is not Yankee baseball. We should, we are so much better than this. Well, we that normally was, don't we normally don't see issues within our players' mindset. You know, this is all new to us. This whole yeah. mentally weak philosophy that's happened has happened over the last four years. Before that, we were a strong team. Who, you know, I, I constantly bring up work ethic, and I think a lot of these guys have great worth ethic work ethics but when things get negative they just shut down they can't oh, do yeah. it for some reason yeah. and that's the opposite of a-rod jeter bernie williams they don't shut down they fucking go to work and they get they get pissed i, I don't see that fire from, anymore it comes from the top and it comes from the manager so people will say oh the manager doesn't have any responsibility anymore he does actually have a responsibility to have a team prepared to play every day that is his responsibility this team is unprepared to play and as soon as it reaches any adversity they shut down as evan says and also aaron boone's mentality is he's super chill that's what he's and and that's not even me saying that clint frazier just said it two days ago he's like oh when aaron boone spoke to us after that eight two loss he's like Oh, we listened because normally he's super chill. Now, I don't know if that raised any flags to you guys, but if I want to hear a manager is super chill, that's fucking embarrassing. Your boss is not your friend. No, he shouldn't be. That's why I like Kevin Cash so well, because he seems like he's a super chill guy too, but not in the way Boone is. No, You know, there's integrity in Tampa. There's a difference between being chill and then also having to get get the point across. Like Kevin Cash is probably he could be best friends with those guys in the Rays clubhouse, right? We don't know. But when it comes down to it, he's going to get on the players if they need to improve on something and he's going to have his players back. We know Boone has these players back. We've seen that before. He unfortunately has to pull in a stupid quote every time he does, but just if someone's struggling Get your point across. That's what I want to see. Like, have a little Rob, bit of aggressiveness. Rob, don't you think uh, Kevin Cash seems to trust his players more than Boone does? Absolutely. There's a he you know, like I, last now sit in there and work it out. 
he knew that the Yankees can't hit right now, and maybe Glass now will get out of it. Well, guess what? He did. He struck him two innings. He he pitched like he should have given up four to six runs in that game and gave up fucking one. And by the way, Tampa were ready to play this series. Mm-hmm. They were not afraid of anybody. They weren't afraid of Garrett Cole. And Garrett Cole was fantastic, but they still hung in there long enough to get him out of the game, right? They they were basically in our heads. They've been in our heads since last year, but they're very much in our heads now. They've been kicking our ass repeatedly, and we never get up off the campus. We yep. never have. And, they and lost that's a weak mentality. Rotation. The Rays right mentality. now... The Rays right now, the last couple of years, are what we were in 2017. But we didn't – even if we lost the game, you're like, these guys are not out of it. We have to put them away. That's what we were doing in 2017. And even for – even in 2019, we were doing that with all the injuries. The Rays are doing that to us right now, and we don't have an answer for it. And that's the biggest thing is we're losing these division games right now. We're going to go and beat Baltimore when we have to play them because lately we've been beating them. but. If we keep losing, we beat them this year. We beat them twice in the two, three games we played, and that's that's our calling card. It's sad though because a lot of people thought Tampa Bay got so significantly worse, but they're proving, as we all stated in the off season, that they're run so well and have so many pieces in place that they will figure it out despite losing more than half of their rotation. Yes. Also. And, you know, when I hear, oh, you know, it's only 15 games, we're going to turn this around. This is actually longer than 15 games. This has been going on since last year or actually the after the All-Star break in 2019. That's when things started to, to go off the rails and it went completely off the rails last year. So it, last year, I believe we were 33 and 27 overall, which is slightly above average. OK, now we're five and 10. So overall, that's 38 and 37. That is the definition of average. And this is over a, a period of time because it's pretty much the same team, right? So this is now not just 15 games. Now you're looking at over 70. Or if you wanted to include post-All-Star break in Easily. 2019, this team is actually above average because it doesn't actually do too many things particularly well other than hit home runs. But all, but it's a, it's a very streaky team. Right, the, and we all are in cold streaks. We're streaky in the cold way, like you just said, against teams in the division. That's what's killing us. We cannot seem to figure out Tampa Bay, and Toronto's now figured out how to play us too. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a huge detriment because if Boston continues to play like they're playing, we're fucked. We haven't even seen them yet. Yeah. Well, these teams are well-coached. They're well-scouted, and their analytics crew is actually good. <laughs> and yeah. they figured out our weaknesses. They know that Stanton has holes in his swing. It's not I mean, hard I, I read an article. <laughs> I read an article on NJ.com, and they were just are asking a bunch of scouts and uh, executives of other teams, and they were talking about our our team, and they said that there's a, there's reason to be significantly worried about this team. They may make the playoffs, but no further than that because there's just so many issues. But also. Yeah. Um, they said that you can actually pitch to this lineup. I know it's so, you know, powerful and intimidating and deep, but there's ways to pitch. Like Giancarlo Stanford says, I love the guy, but he does have a hole in his swing. You know that if you go two strikes on him, you throw a slider outside, low and outside, he's swinging every single time. Right. And you know you can get 
judge on those ankle uh, strikes yeah. too. He's not. And you can get Torres. You can get Torres pretty easy because Torres is in his head right now because he can't yep. play defense and it's you're affecting gonna, his offense. Yep, you're going to get Sanchez on the outside slider. You're going to. It's like yep. everyone has a, a clear weakness. Oh. Apart from DJ LeMahieu, he's the only one that's foolproof. Yeah. So I never want to hear any concerns about DJ. He's the one guy that I, <laughs> I have actually faith in. Yeah. Trivia time? Let's go. Uh, is it is it Co-host Gary, how you feeling, buddy? Hope to see you out there Tuesday. After three weeks, we have Donald in the lead with two wins, zero losses, and a tie. And you two slackers, both with two losses and a tie each. Bobby, you have to redeem yourself after that yep. just no, horrendous I'm performance I'm last week. <laughs> that was that was very, very well, that canoe answer <laughs> that, that took over for Wade Boggs. All right. On April 19th, 2012, what Yankee became the only player in team history to collect five hits and three home runs in the same game? Tats, I'll give you the first crack at it. With three home runs, you said? Five hits and three home runs. To Sharon? No. Uh, Evan. Uh, fucking 2012. That was a terrible year. It actually was. Yeah. Is that Vernon Wells? Mm-mm. Was he on the roster in 2012, though? No, he was not. Donald. When, when, when was the Vernon Wells year, though? I'm asking. That was 2013. You were a year off. Ah, son of a bitch. That's the shit year. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Robbie Cano. Wrong. Tats, your second guess. Was it Grandy? Yes. Oh, Curtis Grandy Grandy. Yes, you son of a bitch. The Grandy man can. Good job. I fucking remember that game. Curtis Granderson. Well, you meant to redeem myself. I... <laughs> <laughs> and also in that same game, Derek Jeter tied uh, Dave Winfield on the all-time hits list. Ah, that, that was, was actually Grandy's one-year good year. He had like 43 homers that year, I seem to remember. That was actually an interesting year. We won the division. When did he had leave us? Granderson, 2014. When we got Ellsbury. Yeah. Oh, God, the 14 offseason. season. <laughs> oh. um, what about – um? We have uh, any awards, or we didn't even. Uh, yeah, nothing. Everyone sucks. Everybody sucks cock. That's my award. Nobody gets the award for biggest cocksuckers. Go to the entire organization: Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone. They can all suck it. Yep, including the I want to go back to one more point on that eight-two loss, and that was the umpire, uh, the strike zone against Michael King. How frustrating was that to see that kid, you know, getting squeezed like that? It is what it is at this point. I'm frustrated with life itself. I mean, we can talk about the umpires, but it's 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 a waste of time. I mean, if if we were actually a decent team, 
then the then we could talk about umpires. But we can't yeah, hit they do, without they umpires. They do give benefit of the doubt, and we're playing like shit. They're not going to give us anything right now. If we're, giving, if we're hitting three hits an entire game, which is pretty much what we're averaging <laughs> these days, it doesn't matter what the fucking umpire is doing, right? No, I mean, we when, can't hit Michael Locker. We can't hit fucking all these fuckers. When's the last me? time we scored five or more runs? Against Baltimore. No, against Toronto. It was yeah. a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa Bay, we can't hit at all. I think that was what, 84 <laughs> years. <laughs> the lady from the Titanic on. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 92. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I can still smell the fresh base pass. I don't know. Ah, oh, God. I need to keep... <laughs> this team needs to win. We're all broken. We're all shot. No, I've just been watching a lot of Harry Potter lately. Like, that's what I did for my birthday. Because the Good Yankees God. suck. Potter. Good God. Fuck just, you, Donald. Harry Potter's delightful. My <laughs> advice is to all the watchers to find something that makes you happy. And just stick with that. Because this Wait, team is it, not going to make Isn't Harry Potter from Scotland? Oh, uh, oh you uh, yes, it is actually. Yeah, the writer's from Scotland. And there's a lot of... Yeah, so suck And there's it a lot on. of... Uh, when my family from uh, that's um, in Scotland, that's why it's always when my family from the like states uh, came over to visit. Um, you know, I took them to the place where there's like a Harry Potter library, and there's all kinds of there's all kinds of Harry Potter stuff here in Edinburgh. Um, for, well, I'm gonna uh, come visit now. So my whole family, very much the same as you, Evan, they're all obsessed with Harry Potter. I've never I'm gone obsessed, there. But, I'm obsessed. Uh, so is Kathy. I went to I went to all those things. So yeah, it's quite a big thing here. I believe the author's from Scotland. Yeah, the author's from Scotland. So she sucks though. She's a real twat. Oh, <laughs> I, I can't argue with that, man. No, uh, she's racist, Joe. Like they call everyone <laughs> muggles in the thing, and she acts like it's okay. Like that's like calling a that's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I don't <laughs> like her. I don't like her. She's a twat. <laughs> On that note, that's yeah, at least he didn't call her a cunt. <laughs> 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 I'll be happy for everybody. YankeeChronicles.com. We hope you all have a good day. And it will be a good day because the Yankees will not play today. Hey, we didn't. We're not going to lose tonight. That's fantastic. Oh, thank God. We're not going to play, but we didn't lose. But guess what? We get to play Atlanta tomorrow, and they're going to fucking kill us. They're going to fuck our asses, yeah. <laughs> this Atlanta series is going to suck. Akuna's gonna hit six home runs in two he's games. Yeah, isn't he hurt? I hope Aaron Boone gets he's fired. Not gonna so do fast. He's gonna, he's I would fire. Do you know what? I think that Aaron Hicks should actually become a golfer full time. I think he's better at golf than he is at baseball. He'd be a good so he golfer. should retire and uh, become a golfer. And then I actually want Aaron Boone to become his caddy. Hopefully, Aaron Boone retires from baseball, never sees a, a baseball diamond again because he's completely incompetent. But he might be better at it as a caddy. You know, and then they can and, all fuck about in a bunker somewhere in the middle of Florida or something. Yeah, and if that doesn't work out, he could be a high school counselor or something, talk to people about their feelings all day, because that's what he likes to do. I know. Oh. You you <laughs> You're wonderful. Don't listen to them. Safe space, safe space. <laughs> all right. <laughs> when you're done watching this madness, check out statementgames.com. <laughs> Get a unique experience to fantasy sports. Check out stockoutinsbaseball.org. Learn about the founder of baseball. And as always, listen to us Monday through Friday on radioplaylive.com at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. So be smart, be safe, 
Yankees suck. Yeah, Yankees you fucking suck. slackers. <laughs>